Welcome to Rising Femme, a podcast dedicated to helping you rise higher in all areas of your life and leadership. I'm your host, therapist and mindset business success coach, Monique Harding. Over the last seven years, I've mentored thousands of ambitious visionaries and purpose-led leaders looking to expand their income and their impact, embody their fullness, and connect with their true north. I'll be bringing you some of my favorite thought leaders, cozy solo riffs that mess with your stuck thinking, and powerful story shares across all things business, relationships, money, and more. If you're a bold, big dreaming woman ready to unlock your highest potential with confidence and unshakable self-belief, settle in. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of Rising Femme. Thank you so much from my heart to yours for tuning in to my little podcast. If this is your first time here, welcome. Great first episode for you to tune into because we are going to be talking today all about magnetic messaging and how to infuse your messaging with some principles of sales psychology. Sales psychology, it's one of my absolute favorite things to teach, obviously alongside strengths-driven strategy and energetic embodiment. But I could talk about sales psychology all day. However, I have a bit of an intention for the podcast this year for them to be shorter, punchy episodes. I'm trying to keep them under the 20 minute mark. I feel like anything around sort of like 15, 20 minutes is generally like a good vibe for me on a podcast. So um, I hope that you are loving that too, given that that's sort of been the, yeah, the norm, I guess, for the the last few episodes. Um, Please give me some feedback. I would absolutely love that if you drop into my DMs on Instagram. And where has this topic come from? So if you haven't listened to last week's episode where I shared with you my 2024 predictions for online business, I spoke a little bit there around the need for us to be really laser focused in our messaging. And this has certainly been a theme that I have found over the last few months in working with my private coaching clients. We've been talking a lot about refinement and looking at different ways that they can be more precise with their messaging, going really deep on market research and language and values and beliefs and the different psychographics of the specific person that they are speaking to. Because this translates to so many other areas of your business without you even realizing, particularly if you are somebody who is launching new offerings this year, do not do so without doing some market research, without going out, speaking to your community, gathering information. And no, I am not just talking about whacking a poll up on Instagram and seeing who votes for what. This is about you having some real intentional conversations with ideal clients because when you do so, when you get their language, when you get the understanding on the ground of what people are needing, of what they're seeking, you launch with so much more confidence. You launch knowing that there is a market for what you have created. And 
it also just from a delivery perspective, from an offering uh, creation perspective, it allows you to make tweaks before you've even started the delivery of the the product or of the the service, which is is pretty cool, right? Particularly if you were somebody like me who's really committed to excellence, who is committed to you know ongoing improvement into getting that feedback from clients. And uh, I don't even know how we got there because that's a little bit of a segue from what I wanted to speak with you about today. Um, But I guess, you know, the the market research is helpful in terms of you honing the messaging. So it's not an uncommon step that I recommend for clients to go out, speak with their peeps and just connect back in, just plug back into their energy, get a sense of where they're at, what they're struggling with, what they're enjoying, what they're dreaming up, um, or in order to give us something to respond to as well. But let's get into magnetic messaging because when you think about your messaging as a whole, I really want you to anchor into this idea that people need to be able to see themselves in your offerings and in your results. There's that old saying, you know, when you go too broad, you speak to no one. And I think that this is something that, you know, is so true all the time, but couldn't be more true in 2024 as the online business space has grown and grown and grown. I know a lot of my clients over the last year have felt some pretty big changes on their social media platforms. Maybe their reach hasn't been as great as what it has been historically. And, you know, if you just kept doing the status quo, we could expect that potentially the trajectory of that is not going to be that great, right? It's going to continue to decline more and more and more, which will affect the results within your business. Whereas if we can look at that as information and start to get a little bit more precise, a bit more targeted in who we are exactly speaking to, then we help people self-select. We we limit the chances of our posts, of our copy, of our content being the thing that their brain is disregarding as not being important enough for them to pay attention to. I love bringing it back to the brain because it feels a bit less personal then, doesn't it? It's almost like, how can I create content that stands out that stands out enough for my ideal client's brain to register it as being important, applicable, and suitable to them. It's all about the self-selection. Think about this with me. So I identify as a business owner. That's not incorrect. You could talk about issues for business owners, and I may listen, but I more strongly identify as a female business coach or as a sole business owner who is highly driven and scaling my business or as a sole business owner who is highly driven and about to launch a mastermind. So see how you can get like narrower and narrower in your messaging in terms of who you are speaking to because at a high level, your ideal client might be that business owner. They might be a solo business owner they might be a solo design studio business owner or are they more connected to a solo design studio business owner looking to launch their first online course. So you can see how you can narrow that down in terms of like 
identity, size and structure of the business, industry of the business, position within the business and stage of the business. So that's a really good practice. Even if you want to pause this audio now and just get really crystal clear on you mapping out that who part, like how could you actually break this down? And for most of you, there's probably a few different ways that you could do so. Um, That's okay. You know, my beautiful clients who, I mean, the majority of you listening, I imagine are uh, ideal clients for me. Um, You identify with many different things. You have many different psychographics. I know a lot of my clients are very like freedom seeking entrepreneurs. Like they would identify with that. They would identify with being highly driven, self-made, independent, you know, all of those things. So I could interweave that language if I chose. But just as an exercise, perhaps, see how you go with breaking it down. You can also use that information to form your I help statement. So this is kind of like the what of what you do, right? Um, So if we use that previous example, what was it? Um, Design studio owners. So if we said something like, I help solo design studio owners launch their first online course without the overwhelm by using my signature build launch scale method. So you can see how you can weave it into that structure of an I help statement with I help who do what without the thing that they think comes with the what using your methodology, your system, um, your process. So if we're looking at anything beyond this, beyond the I help, state, I help statement, beyond the beyond, gosh, I can't speak today, um, beyond the, the identity stuff that we're, we're working through, I want to give you a few different like practical things that you can look at currently within your messaging in order to refine it. So firstly, I want you to make sure you know who you are speaking to and how you are helping them. Because you can't do either of those first steps that I gave you without those foundations. And I work mainly with sort of early multi-six to moving into higher multi-six solo business owners. Uh, Very successful, incredible women And I just want to normalize this because for a bunch of my clients, this process has actually been really challenging. It's challenging to go sit down and figure out the who around who you are actually speaking to and how you actually support them. Because, I mean, success typically isn't linear, right? You've probably built your business, merging some stuff together. You've launched a few programs and you've been responding along the way. And then we get to the point point of refining our foundations and really like, you know, getting them to a, a, a stage of brilliance. And this is that stage now of you knowing exactly who you serve and exactly who you don't. Now, I can hand on heart say that I know who the person is that I am speaking to, that I am working with, who my ideal client is, so much so that I had a sales call with a new client mid-December and instantly I got on that call and I could sense that there was energetic alignment between us. I have actually don't think I've ever been wrong when I've had a sales call and predicted whether the person was going to be a yes or a no. It's like 
reading into that energy, right? Like knowing the energy of your ideal client, knowing the language that they use, knowing the questions that they would typically ask you. It's almost like I know the objections. I know the things that they're going to be cautious about, worried about before it even comes out of their mouth. That's how much time I've spent doing this work, piecing all of this together, exploring this idea of magnetic messaging. And I want you to know these things around who you're serving and who you're not serving so that you can translate them into your content, so that you can translate them into your offerings, into the way that you communicate it. Because again, people need to be able to see themselves in those offerings. They need to be able to see themselves in your content. The second thing that you can look to do once you get really clear on that is do a bit of an audit of the language that you are using. You know, there's this psychological phenomena that happens for us when the more we learn about something, the more we assume everybody else knows about it, Um, which is kind of funny, right? Because it's almost like, you know, I could know, you know, so much about strategy And then I assume that everybody else in my audience kind of already knows it. So I withhold talking about certain things when the reality is that that may be the very thing that they need to hear from me. And this comes to language as well. Like how often have you been communicating with somebody? This happens in healthcare a lot, actually. Um, You're chatting with your doctor and they're referring to things that are just like coming off their tongue so easily and you have no idea what they are referring to. So dumb down your language a bit, right? Because remember, when the brain is confused, it can't actually make a decision. So we don't want people using up precious brain energy in trying to figure it figure out what exactly we're saying. Just go on and simplify things. This is where you could use a tool like ChatGPT to rewrite some of your copy for you. And I would probably put in a prompt around rewriting it to the standard of like an average 10-year-old and seeing how the language shifts. That can be kind of humbling and also give you some really good ideas as well on like how you might include some more basic language in your messaging. The third thing I want you to take a look at is how are you balancing pain versus desire? So psychologically, we're motivated by discomfort and you're going to hear a whole lot of competing Uh, perspectives on this because a lot of coaches will say drop the pain point marketing you just got to do the transformation stuff speak to the transformation don't get into the pain point I kind of disagree with that because I have that knowledge that it's scientifically proven as human beings that we seek to avoid discomfort so some of your content should speak to this keyword being some However, there is a vibration to your language and when you trigger pain points, you risk taking people back into them and we don't want that. So ideally, your messaging is balanced. There's a bit of the pain point acknowledgement. There's acceptance of it. There's I'm seeing you in this balanced with hopeful, story-based, inspiration and transformation based content and I'll give you a little like feeler into this so what would be okay let's think like a bit more pain point based 
I know you're feeling overwhelmed, tired and burnt out by your current way of doing business. My RISE program teaches you a way with more ease. So I kind of speak to the solution, but all at the start is focused on pain point. How does that feel energetically compared to mornings of overwhelm and no more? You wake feeling energized and ready for the day, logging into your emails. You're not surprised by the 20 plus Stripe notifications you've received overnight. You've cracked the code in having the impact you craved whilst working school hours all by saying yes to rise. So you can see how I've incorporated yes transformation, but even a bit more like story-based content in there. I'm going to have mum self-identifying, people who want to work school hours, people who want that passive income without me saying any of it kind of explicitly. I'm not saying, do you want the passive income and do you want to work school hours? Like this isn't a, you know, infomercial. Um, But yeah, you've kind of got a couple of different options there in terms of, of refining. So there's some practical stuff for you. I love talking about all things incorporating sales psychology into our messaging. This is an area which I think is really worth, you know, you spending a lot of time refining, going deep in. It's a huge area that I teach within all of my programs. My private clients get access to all of my backend resources, all of my teaching modules on all things magnetic messaging. So if you are interested in that, please send me a DM and we can organize a time to catch up about working together in 2024. Otherwise, I hope that you have a fab week, a beautiful day, and I will see you next week. Thank you so much for being here with me today. I hope that you have gained some new insight and ideas from today's episode. I would love nothing more than to hear from you. Tell me your greatest takeaway, how you're going to apply it, and why not share it in a review? It is honestly the biggest compliment that you can give to rate and review or share this with your people on Instagram. And if you want more, you might like to check out my website, moniquearding.co. You can get a free copy of my quiz to identify the one area that you're needing to work on now in order to increase your impact and income and level up in your life. Big love, and I'll see you next week.